You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, hey, it's a victory Monday, everybody. First time we can say that all season. Matt Derry with you. It's Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast and Network on a Monday, December the 6th and a Tuesday, December the 7th, following yesterday's dramatic 29-27 Lions win over the Minnesota Vikings, ending the 15-game winless streak. First victory for the Lions in 364 days. The streak of not scoring 20 points or more is over. Going back to week one, we can exhale a little bit and uh, talk about a win here on a Monday. We're going to get to the PFF winners and losers, top five and bottom five Alliance performers from yesterday. Uh, the Lions have a starter that has been placed on the COVID list today, which could be a concern, certainly, if he's not vaccinated for Sunday's game in Denver against the Broncos. And we got to talk about Dan Campbell and what went on yesterday after the game in the locker room. We'll do all of that today here on Locked On Lions. If you are new to the pod, welcome. Thank you for listening. Uh, what we bring you each and every day is opinions, the news of the day, occasional guests. We'll have the crossover on Thursday where we will preview uh, the Lions uh, road game in Denver with the host of the Locked On Broncos podcast and much, much more. You can follow us on Twitter at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked on Lions on Twitter. If you don't follow at Locked on Lions on Twitter, please hit the follow button right now. And also the Matt Derry Facebook fan page where many of you chimed in yesterday following uh, the dramatic victory. Um, I want to go back and revisit something from yesterday. And some of you said, oh, my God, you're so negative even after they won. Fine. Others said, why are you so happy? They're still one ten and one. I, I get all sides on all the issues, but I, I want to take you back to something from yesterday. I'm not going to play the audio because I don't think it would sound good on the podcast. Go to DetroitLions.com. Go to the Lions Twitter page. Go to the Lions Facebook page and watch the video of head coach Dan Campbell in the locker room following yesterday's victory. We've seen these type of videos before. The Lions do a very good job of taking us inside the room. After the games, they did it when Matt Patricia got his first win. Remember when he beat the Patriots and like all hell broke loose in the in the locker room and they were hugging him and uh, uh, Rod Wood was hugging Patricia and Bob Quinn, all that stuff. And it turned out that obviously many of the players, most of the players did not like Matt Patricia and the way he came in and, and just stomped his stomped around in 2018 and and put his fist down. He, he was a jerk. All right. I don't want to talk about that. But they, they, just comparing and contrasting the videos, because yesterday the Lions were inside the locker room. And if you saw this video, you got one takeaway, and, and it's the following. Dan Campbell's not going anywhere. Dan Campbell is going to be here this year. Dan Campbell is going to be here next year. Unless next year starts off like this year and it's a complete disaster, Dan Campbell is going to get two full seasons and head into year three. Now, some of you are going to go, wait a minute. You're the guy saying that you were close to calling for his head yesterday. I was. I was. Totally. The fourth and one call was ridiculous. 
uh, going forward in that situation. I don't care what the analytics say. Uh, the play call itself was bad. The use of timeouts by Dan Campbell. Remember, he called a timeout uh, um, uh, in, in this game when the Vikings were moving the ball, which made absolutely no sense. Um, all of the mistakes that he's made, to me, he hasn't looked the part of a good X's and O's guy and a good decision maker during the games. Can I argue the culture? No. He's been great for the culture. The players love him. Absolutely they do. And on this video, you'll see he's hugging Sheila Ford Hamp. He picks her up into the air as he hugs her and lifts her to the sky. They love him. He is beloved in that room. Brad Holmes is back there clapping. The players, Michael Brockers interrupts Campbell, grabs a game ball, puts his arm around Campbell, holds the ball up in the air and says, this one's for coach. Here's a game ball for coach. And they douse him in water. They, 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 they tackle him in the, in, the, in the locker room. They take his hat off. They love him. Dan Campbell seems like a terrific guy. He tells it like it is in press conferences. He tells you about injuries. He's been fantastic with the beat writers and the media. He's gone from crying about the team to, to, to you know, shouting about the team. All the things he's done. Talking about coffee orders and kneecaps and whatever. But he's genuine. He's not a phony like his predecessor was. Matt Patricia was a phony. Dan Campbell is legit. What you see is what you get. And now I'm convinced more than ever after watching that video, watching the players rally around him, watch the hug he got from Sheila, the, the clapping from Brad Holmes and the pats on the back, that despite the fact that this football team is the worst team in the NFL, they are, they're the worst, 1-10-1, and one, and they got lucky to win yesterday. Although they should have won, they deserved to win, and they outplayed the Vikings. They were still down at the end and needed a miracle fourth down, last second throw with the Vikings for some odd reason, playing a deep zone defense with Amon Ross St. Brown standing on the goal line. The Lions still won the game. They could have lost. It came down to one play. They were one bad throw, one tip throw, whatever it was from being 0-11-1. All right, but they made the game exciting. They, they, they won. But Dan Campbell isn't going anywhere. So get ready, Lions fans. For those of you that want Campbell gone, for those of you that can't handle uh, the inconsistency, for those uh, when it comes to fourth down plays, for those of you that can't handle the play calling, if you don't like the guy, if you don't think the team you know, is good because of him, whatever your reasoning is, uh, he's here to stay because what I watched yesterday in that in that locker room and the video that the Detroit Lions put out yesterday rubber stamps it for me that this guy is going to get a long time. Now remember, he's got a six-year contract. The Fords are notoriously <clears throat> loyal to their coaches, hence why they kept Wayne Fonz, hept, hence why Mr. Ford kept Matt Millen and gave him a second contract when he was the worst general manager in the history of professional sports. Dan Campbell is here to stay. And for those of you that think he's a clown, for those of you that don't like it, I don't think he's done a very good job on the field. I think he has shown 
a lot of times that he's overwhelmed and maybe not ready. But you know what? He hasn't playing hard every week. Other than the Eagles game, they've been in every game. They've battled. They don't have a great roster. They've got a lot of injuries. They lost their best offensive player, Frank Rag. Now they lost their best defensive player, Romeo Quar. They get an $18 million man, Trey Flowers, that does nothing for them. They got a $25 million quarterback, Jared Goff, who is below average. Yet, here they are scratching and clawing and fighting. And over their last four games, they've only lost two. <laughs> They're one, two, and one. That is an improvement. We wanted to see improvement. Now, what will they do the rest of the way? I watched Denver last night. Denver's terrible. Denver is a worse quarterback than I think the Lions do. I, I, I swear, I think I'd take Jared Goff over Teddy Bridgewater. And Jared Goff's no good. Teddy Bridgewater is so bad, he shot puts the ball three yards. They have good receivers. They had that Williams kid, the running back. He's awesome. But I watched Vic Fangio and Teddy Bridgewater last night, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if I would trade Campbell and Goff for them. Happy for Lions fans. It was probably a nice Monday for many of you going to work or working from home, talking to your friends, and, and kudos to the fans. All right, I know they only had 45,000 there yesterday, fifth uh, smallest crowd in Ford Field history, but the fans that stayed and got to party with the team as they were over by that tunnel over there was awesome. All right, it was fun. It is a win. How are they going to go the rest of the way? We're going to see. But... At least for one day, it was semi-entertaining. And like I said, watching that post-game video from the locker room, this dude's going nowhere. I'm going to waste my breath saying fire Dan Campbell if 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 I get to if I see another stupid decision, a double timeout and a, and a penalty from Thanksgiving stuff that's inexcusable. He's not going anywhere. We know how the Ford family is. We know how they operate. This guy's here to stay at least for a couple years. So. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. Dan, I'm telling you, Dan, that means no more juggling remotes, Dan. And no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and get the, and, and the confusion. Get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at DirecTV.com. That's DirecTV.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package, Dan. Victory Monday, first time we can say that here on the Locked on Lions podcast, on the Locked on Podcast Network. Thank you for listening. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. And you find us on all platforms. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes if you want here on Locked on Lions. We thank you for uh, doing that. All right, a uh, quick note before we get to the – actually, let's do the PFF grades first, and then we'll tell you about – a Lions starter that is on the COVID list. Never good. Um, look, it's going to happen. Um, this thing is still running rampant around the state, but um, we'll see what happens come Sunday and if this individual will be able 
uh, to play. All right, offensive grades from yesterday's win, <clears throat> excuse me, over the Minnesota Vikings. How bad are the Vikings, by the way? Oh, my goodness. But Mike Zimmer is dating a supermodel. Did you Were you aware of this? Look it up. Google it. How's that possible? All right. Uh, <clears throat> your top five uh, Detroit Lion offensive players, courtesy of our friends at Pro Football Focus at PFF.com. Number one, Jonah Jackson, 80.0, the left guard. The right guard, Halapulavati Vitae, 77.2. Shout out to the offensive line, huh? Number three, Panay Sewell, 76.7. Do you realize over the last six weeks, Panay Sewell is the number two tackle in all of football, according to PFF? How about that? Shout out to Brad Holmes, man. Panay Sewell at seven. I know that Micah Parsons has been a beast. I know that Patrick Sertan's been good. I know they passed on Mac Jones. But Panay Sewell's been really good. Uh, number four, Amon Ross St. Brown, 71.5. And number five, Taylor Decker, 67.1. Four of the top five Lion offensive players, offensive linemen. Did a nice job yesterday. Bottom five Lions performers. T.J. Hawkinson, 54.5. Wow. Tom Kennedy, didn't even know he was on the field. Wide receiver, 54.6. Tight end Brock Wright. I see a 8-9. 55.9. Jason Cabinda, fullback, 56.2. Jamal Williams, 57.2. Dan Campbell said today that he should have run Jamal Williams on that third and two play before the fourth and one. And that's the play that he wants back. He doesn't necessarily want the fourth down call back on the fourth and one from his own 28 that gave the Vikings the ball back and eventually the lead. But he didn't like the play call on third and two. Listen, Jamal Williams is a tough runner. And if he can't get you a yard and Jared Goff can't sneak behind the best unit the Lions have, which is their offensive line, then that's on the coaches. That fourth and one call was abysmal. Abysmal. Yeah, well, the analytics say, I I don't care. You punt the football. Your MVP is Jack flipping Fox. Let him flip the field. Not like Kirk Cousins was lighting the world on fire. Kirk Cousins was fine, and Justin Jefferson's a stud. But the defense, for the most part, did okay yesterday. Speaking of the defense, top five defenders for your Lions yesterday. Charles Harris, outside linebacker. He's on a one-year deal. you got to figure they're going to bring him back. 78.5. Had a couple of sacks yesterday. Uh, something named Bruce Hector. 73.6, number 76. I did see him on the field. I didn't even know who he was. I'm thinking, is that Jeff Backus? Defensive lineman, Bruce Hector. Okay. Tracy Walker, 72.2. Fourth, Jerry Jacobs, batting third. Jerry Jacobs, 72.0. And Nick Williams, 69.6. Those are your top five performers on defense. Bottom five defenders, the rookie Aleem McNeil, ouch, 36.8. Austin Bryant, 43.5. Middle linebacker Josh Woods, 48.6, third lowest. Fourth lowest, Gaines Media favorite. And Robert Banker, favorite player, Alex Anzalone, 48.7. 
And Julian O'Quara comes in at fifth worst, 53.4. Those are your top five and bottom five Lions performers from yesterday's victory. Yeah, I said it. Win. Victory. Over the Minnesota Vikings. Um, that was That's exciting. By the way, this is funny. The highest rated Vikings player from yesterday was Cam Dantzler, the cornerback, at 80.9. How is that possible when he was 10 yards away from Amon Ross St. Brown on the last play? Now, Justin Jefferson got a 90.2, so he was the highest rated offensive player on that team. Kirk Cousins, 79.1. Uh, that's got to be crazy. That's nuts. Can you imagine? The best defensive player, the highest graded defensive player on the Vikings was Cam Dantzler, 80.9. And on that last play, he's standing in the middle of the end zone, not guarding Amon Ross St. Brown and runs a simple post pa- a slant pattern, deep, skinny post, slant, whatever you want to call it, standing in the end zone and Goff hits him. and There's no, no one anywhere near him. That's crazy to me. I was looking at their linebackers are terrible, the Vikings. Nick Vigil, their linebacker, 37.1. Troy Dye, 59.3. Not a surprise at all. But the Lions won, and that's all that matters. And we can have a little bit of fun today and celebrate a win. We'll take it. We'll take it. All right, who might not play Sunday in Denver against the Broncos at 4.05 as the Lions go for, you heard me, two straight wins. We'll tell you coming up next. But first, Built Bar, baby. Oh, I just sent my mom some Built Bars today. She texts me and says, I just tried the coconut brownie chunk. I said, what'd you think? She said it was amazing. That's right, it is amazing. Amazing. And you can get it at Built.com. What are you doing? Promo code LOCK15, get 15% off your order. All right, this holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, or even better than a candy bar, and it's Built Bar. Filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy, when you get a Built Bar. So many flavors to choose from. My favorites are cookies and cream, but... I love coconut brownie chunk. I love peanut butter brownie. They're all good. All right? You buddies with Santa Claus? Tell Santa to throw a few Built Bars in those stockings. With so many flavors, they'd make anyone's Christmas morning a happy one. Want to cozy up with something warm on this holiday season? Here's a holiday secret. Dip your Built Bar into a piping hot cup of cocoa. Let it melt a little bit and give your beverage a bit of that Built Bar flavor. Plus, you have a nice melty Built Bar to go with it. Amazing. Be sure to have a couple napkins on hand as well. All right, here we go. Go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D-15, for 15% off at Built.com. And, hey, we got Monday Night Football tonight. The Bills hosting the Patriots. I think Buffalo's like a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. You can bet on the game and bet online. They got you covered all season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues this march to the playoffs. It's incredible how many teams in the AFC are like still in the playoff chase. Like all of them. Get all the odds. Look at everything you need at Bet Online. They remain your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website. Sign up today at betonline.ag. 
and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. All right, so the Lions announced today that center Evan Brown has been placed on the reserve COVID-19 list. Brown's been the starting center for the last, what, like eight or nine games for Frank Ragnow, and he's played well. He had never started an NFL game prior to the season, and now his PFF grade has been like 69.8 over those eight starts. He's done a nice job. But he's been placed on the reserve COVID-19 list. What that means is if Brown is vaccinated, he simply needs back-to-back negative tests that are 24 hours apart to play on Sunday. However, if he's not vaccinated, he has to be removed from the facility for the next 10 days, and he would not play on Sunday in Denver against the Broncos. And, oh, by the way, the Broncos have been installed as an eight-point favorite. If Brown can't play, that means the Lions will start third-string center Ryan McCollum, who they signed off the Houston Texans practice squad, and he's played in a couple snaps this year. Uh, There's also a chance... Uh, A guy like Tommy Kramer could play. Um, He played some guard uh, when Vitae went down and has played some center in the past. But give Hank Fraley, Lions offensive line coach, some credit. I've been a a Fraley fan for years. Guy does a good job coaching the O-line. He really does. And a guy like Evan Brown has stepped right in and has done really well playing for Frank Ragnow. Tough to replace a guy like number 77, but yet Evan Brown has done that. So we'll have to keep an eye on his situation, and I'm sure Dan Campbell will will be asked about him later on in the week. It's been a Victory Monday. Thanks for making us your first listen. Here on Locked On Lions, enjoy it. Enjoy it. And be ready for at least a couple more years of Dan Campbell, unless he completely uh, wets his pants and wets the bed. He's going to be here. Watch that video and... uh, Thanks for listening to Locked On Lions on this Monday. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.